0: Alright. I'm coming off of uh, four shifts in a row this morning, instead of the usual three. And uh y'all I'm dog tired. I've behind in what these last couple couple, couple days. Um, so, in terms of, uh, uh, things to talk about this morning, it's been kind of, because I've been working so much this week, um, I've not, uh, I don't know of, of any big stories in the world of theology or culture or politics to really comment on, um, other than, one that is going to be my, my launching pad into the main thing that I want to talk about. So, I, I think it was Daily Wire, maybe, shared an article that um, Hamilton, the Broadway musical about Alexander Hamilton's life, in his career um, which just a couple years ago was kind of um, just a few short years ago was was at the forefront of progressivism, right? It wasn't really spearheading anything, but it was a it was a it was a solid fruit of and and the and used as a, as a tool of um, to champion progressive ideas and to champion wokeness just a couple years ago Vice President Pence went to a showing and it was a big story that um, before the show the cast caught wind the cast that was performing uh, found out that Pence was there, and came out and in front of the audience from the stage in costume scolded him for the Trump administration and hateful rhetoric and not being inclusive. And that was like a that was like a shining moment for 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 progressive ideas. Now there are people who have called to cancel Hamilton. Because the show <laughs> about Alexander Hamilton, and I don't know, I don't know about the history, I don't know much about Hamilton. The, the amount of, <laughs> the amount of history, my knowledge of Alexander Hamilton is limited to the Broadway show Hamilton. So I don't know anything really much about him, but the argument is now we have to cancel the show because it's about Hamilton, and he was sympathetic to his father-in-law's slave trade, and even though he himself never traded or owned slaves, he assisted in that trade, and this isn't an original thought of mine. This isn't the f- and this isn't the first time that I've made this connection. But it is just absolutely astonishing to me that cancel culture and wokeness just eats itself. And I said sometime yesterday that you will never be woke enough. There will always be somebody who is more enlightened than you are. There will always be somebody who is more progressive than you are. Who is a better social justice advocate than you are. There will always be somebody who's better at that sort of thing is more woke than you and will try to cancel or tear down either you or something that you hold dear and that you love. And the things that they will tear down will be things that other people have worked to build. So, without even getting into the the debate about statues and and Confederate monuments, because that's a an issue that I've not really landed one way or the other, to be completely honest. I think there are valid concerns, and there are valid voices and valid arguments on I, oh, no matter which way you can take that, no matter where, where you land on Confederate statues and monuments, there's gotta be a middle ground somewhere and no one's interested in it, okay? But without even getting into that, It's just astonishing to me that people that think in terms of of wokeness, people that, that are inclined to think like that, are bent towards destruction. They're bent towards tearing down things that have been built up because the person that built them, that built that thing, was not, didn't think the way that they thought. And that's just, that's, I cannot put myself, I cannot force myself to, to think that way. And I, I try, you know. Um, I, what I think about positions and philosophies and, and opinions that are contrary to mine, I try to put myself in the shoes of the other person. And I, like gun rights, right? Like I can, I can put, I can, I can take a moment. I can step back for myself and I can say, okay, I can see how you think. You think A, B, C, therefore X, Y, Z, and it makes sense to me how you got to that conclusion, right? And I just think your conclusion is wrong because I think your starting premises are wrong, right? So I, tr- I try to do—I try my best to do that with every every issue as I think about stuff. I try my best to internally just work through things. But the problem with my hang-up with with the idea of being woke and being progressive and being forward-thinking and being on the right side of history and being whatever other sort of lingo you want to use to describe what I'm talking about. Um, the problem is... The problem. The hang-up for me is not not being able to see how they draw their conclusions. I, I think that it's a... I think it's a pretty valid argument, and I think there's some legitimacy to say in saying, hey, this guy owns slaves... And we don't want to celebrate... Nor do we want to honor chattel slavery. There's a war over it. People died over it. We don't want to... Why are we celebrating and honoring a division in our country? Okay? And I can I can see that, that train of thought. Right? Like, there's a sense in which people who are... Who think in that way... Have... They have valid arguments. They have legitimate arguments. So I'm not... That... Those those points don't that's not a hang up for me that's not a struggle for me that's not what I don't understand I understand the arguments I understand how people draw conclusions here's what I cannot wrap my head around I cannot for the life of me wrap my head around leading your life in such a way that everything at every turn throughout the day you are tearing something down at every conceivable point throughout the course of the day, you are tearing something down. Now, I don't know if I've said this here, or if I've said this here, or if I've written it, or if I've just said it in conversations with people. There is a there is a, a place for destruction, right? There is a, a time, there is a place where you need to destroy, okay? There is a place like when you when you garden you have to prune your plants and you have to destroy the weeds that are in your flower bed when you remodel a home you have to you're knocking you might knock out a wall and rip up a floor to lay down something that's of a better quality is more aesthetically pleasing is more uh, energy efficient right like there's a sense there is a sense in which And and tearing down and ripping up is is often, if not always, a part of the the building process. Another example might be riding. You know, I've been trying to be more conscious of of riding as Appalachian Roundtable gets ready to launch in just 20 days, I think. No, 18 days. As it gets ready to launch soon, because I can't do math um as I, in in writing you write you could write a whole paragraph i've already done this you can write out a whole paragraph two paragraphs and it's just garbage and you just delete it you know so there's this, there is a sense in which de- destroying something tearing something up ripping something up is a part of the building process however i can't imagine how sad and how miserable people in the world must be to just constantly want to destroy to just constantly want to tear down you know and not not in a, not in like a way of like of, like, refining the thinking of someone who disagrees with them, right? That's the thing that I really enjoy to do. I really enjoy debates, you know? I really enjoy to debate and to argue with people over things, and I really love to get into the nuts and bolts of an argument and to to split hairs. Um, and in that sense... This guy's just going to back up into me. What's he doing? Alright, that was weird. Um but but refining arguments and refining thinking with somebody is a different thing than just canceling a person or canceling a musical or a movie or a company and just saying we're not going to sh- we're uh, we're not going to shop there. We're not going to listen to this music. We're not going to participate in this activity. Um that's just it's just incredible to me and I cannot imagine how miserable that must be being made in the image of God an aspect of that is that is you, you, you're to build you're to create you're to make things that's not all of what it means to be made in the image of God but it is certainly a very important part of it right um you build a family. You build a business. You build a home. You build. Um, you you build. You create. You paint. You write. You build furniture. You you write sermons. You uh, create podcasts. You do right? like that. The the idea of creation as being an aspect of being made in the image of God is what compelled me to start what I'm doing. And any, and when you, when you reject that and you run in the opposite direction, it's only going to end in your demise. And not only is it going to end in your demise, but it's going to end in the demise of, of anything that you hold to be precious and valuable and beautiful and good. Anything that you love, anything that you like, if you're someone who's just, um, that just runs in the direction of you want tear down and destroy anything that's bad or you don't like or you don't agree with man that's, that's got, I, just, I like I, I pity people almost I pity people that think in that way um and that's just really been in my, on my mind and it's it's the last couple of days I've sort of tried to look at um I've tried to look at politics through that angle um and just in my own mind just internally I've tried to look at I've I try really hard to not mischaracterize people and to not lump people into groups that they're not necessarily a part of okay um so like for example i've always there's a difference between in my mind and my thinking there's a there's a difference between being a democrat between being a democrat and being a liberal and being a leftist right they're 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 all on a spectrum politics is always on a spectrum but those are different categories in my brain to just help me understand how i interact with people and ideas um And so I've tried to think about like one example that I thought of is I thought of, of 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 Bernie Sanders supporters, right? One thing that one of the reasons why Bernie Sanders gained so much traction is because he, he was pushing for he was pushing for he wanted to build something. He wanted to build a society. He wanted to build a, a country. Wanted to build an infrastructure and a system where you didn't have to pay for healthcare out of your out of your own pocket. He wanted to build a a, a system. Wanted to build a way. Wanted to build a society where you didn't ha- you don't have to pay for college if you want to go get a secondary education. So he was trying to build something and. Being made in the image of God mean, the, mean that you means that you do that, that you build, and so you're going to be drawn to that. Um, I'm going to, but but what the ha- what the hangup was with Bernie was that, in order for him to build, he had to destroy the wealth that other people have built up in their lifetime or over generations. So but that is, that's different than people who want to, want to riot and want to loot and want to burn down buildings and want to tear down statues, uh, want to rename schools, want to just destroy, 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 eat, eat, eat. Um, so I've tried to think about politics and I've tried to find like I can at least find, I can at least find common ground. Um, I'm actually going to pause for a second because I'm getting breakfast, but it's not a breakfast run episode. One sec. All right. So, like I said, I'm getting, um, I'm getting breakfast, but, uh, I didn't have anybody, I don't have anybody recording with me. I don't have anybody recording with me. So, I didn't want to just sit here silently. In the drive-through, nor did I want to uh, look like a crazy person talking to myself. Anyways, so I think I was talking about common ground with, uh, with with like a Bernie Sanders voter, okay? Just by way of example, common. I can find common ground. Now I don't. I couldn't have said this about myself uh, six months ago, even a month ago. Um, I can find common ground. I could find a common ground. With a Sander supporter, in wanting to build a better society, right? Like I can find common ground in 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 the in the fact that we we want to we want to build and create something better for future generations. We want to build and create something um, something good, and we understand that a part of that is inherently understand that a part of that process means we might have to tear down some strongholds in the way that our world runs now and we and the and the, so the debate between me and a saint and someone who votes for Bernie is what the result is how and how we get there right like I and a I and also someone who's voting for Bernie want healthcare to be more affordable. I don't want people to go into debt because they had to have a life-saving operation. Right? Like I I also want that goal. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take a different road to get I want to take a different road to get there. Because I have other things that I'm holding in in conjunction with with the goal of affordable health care. So that's just an example of Um, the the idea of building and the idea of of creating and how that is such that is so much healthier to live in that way and to think in that way than to want to just destroy and tear down things that you don't like right? like I don't know. I just, and it's not to say that you, I mean, I'm not saying like, like, like all of the things. You don't have to enjoy all of the things and like everything, you know? Um, but there's just, there's a sense. And, and and I also want to say, it's not to say that there are not things that do not need to be destroyed. Right? Oh, here comes food. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, man. good one. Um, mm-hmm. It's not to say that there are not things that need to be destroyed in the world, right? Um, the, yeah, there are. There are things that we need to get rid of at a societal level. There are things that you need to get rid of in your own life at, an, at the individual level, okay? So don't hear me saying that just... Uh, let bygones be bygones, right? What I'm talking about is just an overall trajectory and an overall aim and an overall just like like a like a, a, a rhythm in your life, a pattern in your life that is geared towards. Is it geared towards destruction or is it geared towards creation and towards building? I don't see. I don't see any other option. I don't see. You can't be geared towards towards nothing, you're moving, you're going somewhere, you're on a trajectory to do something. But are you going to destroy a thing or are you going to create a thing? So that was one thought that I, that I've just sort of been mulling over and just sort of been, been thinking about, been rolling around in my head a little bit and, and how that applies to, um, how that applies to to every every part of your life. It applies to every part of your life. And the reason that it applies to every part of your life, to everything that you to everything that you touch, is because it's a part of being made in the image of God. And so in the way that you raise your children, and right the way that you raise your children, God says, fathers, don't exasperate your children. Right? Don't don't exasperate your children. Don't wear them out. Don't make them angry, but encourage them. Build them up. Edify them. Paul says he wants your your language to be wholesome, right? But Paul Paul isn't talking about um, like a a banned list of words. Paul says your language should be edifying and should be building and should be building people up. The church is being built on the cornerstone that is Christ, Christ told Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. And so the Christian faith is a building faith. It's a creating faith. And being made in the image of God means that you're going to, you are going to create and you are going to build and it is inescapable because it is is baked into your DNA, Just, just inherently as being a human. And you just—if you just—if you buck against it, and if you try to go the other way, and say, you know what, instead of building the what I think is the better alternative, I'm going to destroy this thing that I don't like. Um, you're just going to have a really bad time. It's going to be really difficult for you. So anyways, that's the thing that I've been sort of mulling over and I've been trying to think about and get my head around and apply it to social media, apply it to raising my boys, apply it to the way that I treat my wife and the way that I work and the way that I write and the way that I podcast, the way that I vote, you know, the way that I view the world and interact with people. Just sort of mulling, sort of trying to mull that over and and think about it. Another thing, though, that's sort of tangential. I guess this would be a part two if I, if I did a part two, um, would be. And this is uh, my buddy John Pearson had mentioned this. This this is not an original thought, and I don't want to rob him of it. And uh, he sent it to me privately but now I'm publicly attributing it to him and he's going to have to deal with that. Um, the, how antithetical cancel culture is to, um, to church discipline and even excommunication, right? Uh, I'm not going to pull it up right now because I'm driving, but this sort of bound, piggybacks off of everything that I've just said is the goal of... The goal of the goal of church discipline is is redemption, right? Like the goal of church discipline is that the your brother or your sister who's being disciplined for whatever or whatever the case may be, that they're going to be brought to repentance. And at the end of that trial, at the end of that really difficult season in their life and in your life, and in the church's life and the congregation's life, at the end of that, they're going to be stronger for it. You're not doing it. Uh, just to be a jerk right you're not doing it just to be um, mean or cruel or vindictive if, if, if you want to restore your brother you need to be you need to be spiritual yourself you need to pull your you need to check your own check the log in your own eye right so you don't enact church discipline from a from a point of being vengeful but from a point of hey we we love you and we care for you and we want to see you be more like Jesus and right now you're not and habitually you have not been and this is the mechani- this is a mechanism that God has given us to see the good work that he started in you to the end and there's a there's a there's a goal of edify, of edifying that that brother or that sister through the means of church discipline. Contrast that with with cancel culture. Contrast that with canceling people. There's you can't redeem yourself. There's not any penance that you can perform. There's no no rite or ritual that you can perform once you've been canceled. When you're do- when you're done, you're done. That's the end of it. Right? Now, I mean, it's stupid because what does that what does that mean? What does it even mean to be canceled? Right? Like, it, what does that mean? I mean, being doxed, that's one thing. Like if people put your livelihood on the line and people put your you know are risking your physical well-being by listing your home address. Okay, that's a little bit that's pretty serious. But if someone just says like what if, if a bunch of people just go on Twitter and tweet "Hamilton's canceled." What? People are still going to watch it. People are still going to listen to it. Amazon's still going to carry it. It's still going to be on Disney Plus. Lin-Manuel Miranda is still going to make stupid money off of it. So what? You said, "Oh, that's can't you can't just <laughs> <laughs> you can't just scream, I declare bankruptcy, right? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's stupid and it doesn't actually affect your life in any way if somebody tells you that you've been canceled. Um, but it never comes from a sense of, it's not, it doesn't come from the point of wanting to see that person redeemed or made better. When people when you cancel like a movie director or a comedian or a musician or a politician or a wh- whoever when you cancel them you just say that they that you're done with them that you write them off that they're dead to you that they're not relevant to your life anymore and that's that because they tweeted something stupid 4 years ago they said something dumb on Facebook 8 years ago That's just, again, that's just such a petty, sad, miserable way to lead your life. It's going to backfire because you, as the individual, have said stupid things also in the past, probably on social media. And unless you just nuke all of your profiles, you're not going to be able to find uh, everything that... That will potentially offend somebody and scrub it, because it changes every day. It changes every day the language that you're not allowed to use and the language that'll get you blackballed. You know, um, and so just that contrast of of cancel culture to church discipline, just that one aspect is uh, a really good example of are you on a are you on a trajectory. That's geared towards building and growth and development and actual and progress? Or are you geared or do you buck against, do you buck against that nature that's in you? Do you kick back against it and just want to destroy all the bad things in the world? Um, I think as I run like a quick catalog of people in my head who I know that listen there's nobody that comes to my mind who is um, who is the latter. There's nobody that comes to my mind who just who doesn't want to create who doesn't want to build who doesn't want to do those things. You know I can think in my head there's people that are that listen and interact with me um, in through private messages or comments or whatever there's people that that I've interacted with over these shows who are building in different ways than I am who build and develop and create and grow and progress in a different uh, a different way than than I do but I think everybody that listens consistently to me is is geared towards towards wanting to build and I hope that I Foster in people. I hope I hope I can offer you a show. I can offer you a resource that that instills that in you, and that it invites people that want to grow. I don't want to invite people that just want to destroy and just want to tear things down, and just are constantly want to be critiquing and constantly want to be nagging. And that's maybe something that I've have been guilty of. And, I mean, it It certainly is a thing that I'm probably more guilty of than I'm aware. Um, because we all have blind spots. But if I knew that it was true of myself, it wouldn't be a blind spot anymore. Um, and so I'm sure that I am more guilty of that than, than I'm aware. But I do hope that this is a a resource so that you, the listener are encouraged, not just, not just from this episode, but just from the idea that there's a layman who can just speak candidly and can, and can talk out loud and can, can wrestle and fight out loud and do it publicly and not really care if people think that he's uh, way wrong and not really care if people think that he's stupid... You know, um, I don't really care if people think that I'm opinionated or I don't really care if people think that I'm divisive. I don't not care at all, but I don't, I don't lose sleep over it, you know? And that's just, I don't, it's not, not that any of this that I'm talking about now bothers me, but it's just, it's so, it's just, it's so bizarre to me to think that there are people in the world there are people in real life that give others the authority to ruin their day because of something that they have, because of an opinion that they have and that they've expressed publicly. Like, imagine, I said this the other day about something unrelated, but just imagine being so petty. That you allow your mood and your day to be ruined and you allow yourself to get pissed off because of something that somebody said on Facebook. Imagine giving somebody that much control over your life. Imagine giving somebody that much power over your mind and over your emotions. What's the expression? I've, I don't know if it's a, if it originated on Twitter or who started it, but imagine. A, listen, if you are someone who is easily, um, is just easily upset about about a different opinion than you that is said on social media, or even if you are somebody who is upset about the. I mean, I've talked about tone before, but if you're upset about the tone in which the tone with which somebody uses to express their opinion. If you get upset and like angry and bothered about either of those things, which is a thing that I do, right? I get upset and bothered and hot hot under the collar over people that have opinions that I think are stupid, okay? Or, or dumb or bad or blah, whatever. If you allow yourself to get like that, that person is living Rent free in your head. Don't give anyone that authority over you. Don't give anyone the power to ruin your life by the words that are on the screen in front of you. Just don't. Just don't do it. Don't. And because that. I mean, I guess that's just like a. That goes hand in hand with wanting to just tear everything down like you see th- you see a thing that you don't like you see you read an opinion you don't like you hear an opinion that you don't like and it bothers you and you just want to you want to tackle it and you want to take it down and you want to just everything that you disagree with um I don't know at this point at this point I'm rambling it's I've worked 4 consecutive nights and so I know that I'm rambling um but, anyways, there's there's a difference between that. There is there. I guess there's a there's a, a line that you have to you have to walk a line where you you do critique and you do analyze and you do occasionally have to tear down an argument or tear down an idol or you know uh, tear up the weeds in your flower bed. You, there's there's a time that you have to do that, but just what, what's your aim, man? What's your what do you what do you want to what do you want to build? What do you want to do? Start there. If you're a Christian and you're like, I want to, man, Anthony, some of the things that you're saying have resonated with me. I want to, I want to create. I want to I want to build. I want to produce. I want to I want to flourish. I want to develop. What what do you want to build? What's it? What's a thing? that you see in the that the world is lacking. What's a thing that you see that that the church is lacking in that you're gifted at maybe you can you can fill that in somehow, right? I wanted to I wanted to build a podcast and I talk Coming off of last week, with Caleb and Josiah, I wanted to build a, a collaborative blog. I wanted to build resources for Christians to be encouraged to disagree publicly and to think out loud about really important issues. And I wanted to build resources so that Christians can see that every, just everyday guys do it. It's not just the professional theologians and the seminary professors and, and the pastors and the evangelical think tanks that do it. That you as a Christian can, can do these things and think in this way and, and apply things to your life in this way. That's the thing that I wanted to build and I just went for it. I just went for it, so ask yourself what you wanna build and figure out what it is that you wanna build, what it is that you wanna create. Maybe it's a podcast, and if you wanna do it, I mean, this is going back to the first two episodes. If you wanna do a podcast, you wanna build a podcast, dude, just do it. Don't make up a bunch of excuses about, I need the equipment, I need the time, I need the blah blah. blah. Just do it, man. Just get what re- get what equipment you think that you need and then just do- just make your podcast. Maybe you want to build a business and you have really you have a really great product idea and you think, man, this would go really well. And so design it and develop it and and find out what you need to do, how much capital you need to put up, how what what you need to do to build this business, you know? And maybe you want to build a you just want to build a family and you want to build a home. And and if you're single and you want to build a family and you want to build a home, get married and have kids. And if you're married, And if you've got kids and you want to build it, have more of them. You know, find the thing that you want to build and, and work towards that and be geared towards that. And you're going to have more than one thing. You're going to have more than one. But find a thing that you want to build, find a thing that you want to create, and go for it. Because the worst thing that will happen is that you'll fail at it. The worst thing that will happen is that it won't be ideal and it won't be any good. Whatever. Man, if you're in Christ and as far as I know, everybody that listens is a Christian. Man, if you're in Christ and, that, and your business fails, bro, so... Actually, yeah, it sucks, but so what? Bro, if you're in Christ and you start a podcast and you've never had any more than 30 people Then 30 plays on one episode of your podcast, and you have an estimated audience of like 12 people, that's all obviously hypothetical. But so what? So what? If you want to build a... I don't know. I can't... There's just so much more freedom found in Christ than being what it means to to have your freedom in Christ there's so much more to it than being free from the power of sin like you're free to you're free to fail you're free to fail you're free to screw up man you I mean anyways I'm done rambling. I've already gone over longer than I intended um, I hope this is helpful I hope this is encouraging. Um, I hope this gives you something to think about for the rest of your week. Thank you guys to everyone who has listened faithfully week in and week out. Um, Thank you to those who maybe just the last week or two have picked up and started listening. Thank you if you're a first-time listener. I'm open to feedback. I'm open to dialogue. I'm open to disagreements. I'm on Facebook as Anthony Ray. And I'm almost indiscriminate about friend requests, but feel free to message me. I'm on Twitter at uh, A Ray Whitlock. I'm on parlor at An- I think it's Anthony Ray Whitlock at parlor. I'm not sure. Um, email me Anthony Ray Whitlock at Gmail. I mean I want to I want to hear from people and I want to hear from you. If you've listened and if you've been encouraged and if it's been helpful, I want to hear that. And if you maybe are like, man, this is really helpful and I don't know where to start. And you want someone to just bounce ideas off of. Look, I'm not the guy to come to as like an authority. I'm not the guy to come to who like has all this world experience in doing things. And so you're coming to me as like an expert. Man, I'm a dude that I'm a guy that will bounce ideas off of you. I'm a guy that will ask you uh, a question that maybe you hadn't considered or' we'll give you a perspective of try to give you a different perspective and you know we'll push back on you and uh, and try to you know um, I'll tussle with you if that's what you need I'll encourage you if that's what you need I just want to be I just want to be help to people I just want to be um, I just want this to be a resource for people to be encouraged and to be helped and so if if you disagree, with anything that I've said, and you think, hey, Anthony, you said this, and that was a really dumb thing that you said, and this is why, Uh, tell me, reach out to me, and let's, let's sharpen one another, and let's think together, and let's think publicly, and let's disagree either in the comments, because I I share these, every time I publish publish them, I share them on Facebook, let's disagree in the comments, let's say, you say, hey, I listened to it, and I disagree with this point, message me and tell me that you disagreed, if you disagree, I'm encouraging you to please reach out, and and to tell me that you disagreed, and let's, let's go at it, let's do it, you know, so, thanks again for listening, guys, I hope this is helpful, I hope this is encouraging, I hope this gives you something to think about, um, Yeah, that's it. Thanks. Love you guys.